Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Welcome, everyone, to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. I'm Charlie. And I'm Eva. I always get that right. Yes, you do. That's good. Hope everybody is doing okay. Um, we are here broadcasting live from our secure bunker in Cincinnati. Yes, we are. And we're doing well. We have a great show coming up, so stay with us, right? We had a really cool show last week um, all around raising your game. Yes, with EFT. With EFT. You guys must go into TalkZone.com, go to the business channel, click Corporate Talk with Charlie Neva, click the Raise Your Game episode from last week, and it'll raise your game. Very important. Um, and, you know, timing as it is, mm-hmm. and we don't plan it this way usually. Sometimes we get lucky. Today's show is closely coupled to last week's show. It is. It's always amazing how that happens, right? Yeah. It's sort of like when you listen to the radio and you hear a couple of songs in a row that kind of are related. Exactly. You know, which I like. I know. I do, too. So um, are you okay? Yes, I'm good today. Yes, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for our show. I'm excited mm-hmm. for um, unleashing my true athletic potential, although I'm not really athletic. Right. Well, not right as in... You're right. Right is in <laughs> another point I want to make. And and so corporate talk, right? We we kind of go around and do different things and we we're really proud of our content. It's all related. Right? It is. So we believe that um reaching your athletic potential will help you reach your workplace potential as well. Well, it's a, it's all related, and I know we always keep saying that because we're good at always, um, you know, pulling all our guests together with a corporate theme. But really, any time that you up your game, be it outside of work or in work, it always affects work. Right, and you know, we say that from experience, yes, right? We do. I mean, corporate workplace is our sweet spot. Yes, it is. And since 1973, when I started. Um, you can imagine the change that I've seen in technology. Well, yeah. Right? Not so much in our day-to-day behavior. No, not at all, actually. And so what we're doing isn't really working, right? If that's not changing, it's still office politics, toxic environments, bullying. So we kind of go outside the norm and look at things like um, – Unleashing your athletic potential, raising your game. And that's why we go outside the box to bring content into the corporate audience to help because I believe it is related. Well, and I found that all my extracurricular activities outside of the office always helped in the office, even though they might seem, might have seemed as though they were not related at all. For example, acting in improv helped with speaking up in the office. Coaching helped with being in the office. Right. And you know, 
And you being an athlete. I get charged yes, when I'm ready. I know. And I get uncharged if I'm not ready. So for me, it does help. It does make a difference. Mm-hmm. I agree. So we want to share this with everyone. Just keep an open mind, right? Um, so are we good? We're good. Excellent. So uh, again, we're proud of our content and we're also proud that we meet 99% of our guests. I think you upped that. I think you, I think What'd before, I say? before you were like at 91%. <laughs> no. Um, and I want to say that our guest today, we had the pleasure of meeting and, um, I can't wait. So I just want to introduce right now. I hope I pronounce your last name correctly. So I'd like to introduce Julianne Soviero. Are you with us? Oh, beautiful pronunciation. A plus. Yeah, thank you so much. So um, I love this. I remember now the the interaction that we had where because I'm from Long Island, so I remember the connection. But why don't we start first? Welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Thank you and, so much for having me. And um, share your website information and some contact information before we start so our listeners can follow along. Sure. It's True Athletic. Potential.com. And Excellent. you can always um, also email me at julianesoviero at gmail.com if you ever have any questions. Perfect. Excellent. And just I'll go slow and I'll say it a couple times during the show, of course. It's J U L I A N N E S O V I E R O at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, Julianne, um, congratulations on your book. Thank okay. you very much. Yep, Unleash Your True Athletic Potential. Uh, we'll get into um, an extra connection that I have maybe a little later in the show with you. Um, but, you know, what, in the beginning at least, what inspired you to go down this path in your career? Oh, I, it's interesting. I mean, relating to kind of all the corporate talk and everything, I had actually had um, not maybe a typical corporate job because I was teaching, but um, I had found that that environment was an ideal for me to share all the ideas that I had and to work in the way that I was most comfortable. And that's when I kind of branched out and started my own business working specifically with athletes and I became certified as a trainer and it's been um, really the best decision (laughs) ever. You know, um, so it's really cool that you understood that and pursued your passion. Mm-hmm. Right? No, it's so cool. So, yeah, yeah because it's frustration. It was frustrating for me, but, you know, it's been that way for 43 years. So, because I took a different approach. <laughs> well, but- you, you know, it's funny when I was listening to you guys speaking, I thought, well, you know, another huge element that I think uh, integrates well into the corporate workplace is that whole idea of competitive mindset, which mm. is something that I talk about a lot when I'm speaking, because there is sort of a perfect balance that you can reach in the corporate world. <laughs> you no, know? you're exactly right. And it's all connected. It is. All I agree a hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> um, and that's why we need you today. And that's why our listeners need to hear about what you do. Um, but you know, when I look at your book and your website, I mean, 
there's just so much there. You go from fitness to nutrition to sleep. And so, it, you know, in your world, I guess everything is all connected as well, right? Oh, absolutely. And I'm a certified hypnotist, so I work on very much a lot of the mental aspect. Um, so I, I definitely don't think you could take anything and sort of partition it out. Everything has to work as an integrated whole in order to achieve your maximum potential anywhere in life. Interesting, right? Because not only do you have to deliver the goods, you have to deliver it as a successful business owner. So your business model needs to be at the same level as your athletic ability. So that's what I like even more, right? It's the whole package. Well, what I love, right? I love that in the last, I don't know, however many years, but it's been fairly recent, is that you're hearing more and more people talking about integrating mind, body, spirit all in one, right? You never used to hear that before. If you were talking about athletic potential, you would hear a little bit around, you know, that you also have to get your head in the game as well. But it was always about training the body and nutrition and training the body, training the body. But now you've got someone like Julianne, who's not only a certified trainer, but she's also a certified hypnotist. And I love that. I mean, it's all these different aspects that you pull together to make this whole person, this whole athlete. Yeah, it's great. Oh, that's so that's so completely true. Because, I mean, if you think about it, whether you're performing in a corporate setting or whether you're performing, you know, in the Olympics, when it comes down to it, the difference between the people who perform the very, very best and the people who perform, you know, just under them isn't so much anymore that they're, um, you know, that much more skilled or that's that much more gifted. It's the fact that they have that mental tenacity and that something that you almost can't quite put your finger on that's really going to take them to the next level no matter what they choose to invest their energy into. You know, it's. I was thinking about that just the other day, okay, and I want to bring it up because I was watching the highlights of the women's soccer, and mm-hmm. I think they won, won nothing, and I think uh, exactly to what you just said, Julian, there was not much difference between the two teams. There was one play that came about where the person that scored the goal just, I don't know, flew through the air in some brilliant head move and mm-hmm. reverse spun the ball into the goal. And you would say, well, was that luck? Uh, but that's that little, little difference that you're talking about, I think, you know, because oh, both absolutely. sides were great on that day. That's what's so incredible. But if you think about it in terms of physical training, we train ourselves physically in one way or another almost every day. But how many days do we set aside time to train ourselves mentally? It's crazy because that really, really is what makes the difference long term. Um, Yeah, you know, um, to that exact point, um, I'm learning. I use anger as a measure. So... If I can control my anger, it means I'm putting a lot of time in my mental game. Mm. If I can't, then I need to bring my mental game up. That's how I look at it. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, this is this is great. You know, a, a quick point before our first break. Um, so last week we were talking about limits, 
Mm-hmm. And so Juliana, you know, um, I don't say this lightly, but, you know, we're getting on in age over here on this <laughs> side of the mic, right? Um, so I had asked the person last week about when I train, how do I know my limits and I should maybe pull back? And she she said she's not aware of limits. Right. Right. I just wanted to get your feeling on that because I thought that was uh, an incredible answer. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so funny because I feel like I would actually give a very similar answer, but mm-hmm. the pragmatic answer is that a lot of me- mentally, I feel like you should have no limits, but you also just have to be smart and everybody at any age has to be smart about making sure that they take the time to work up to, you know, work up to what they choose to do. <laughs> because yeah. sometimes, you know, you get someone who's, you know, maybe like 30% overweight and decides to like go in and do CrossFit, you know, to try and get in shape. And that's nuts. Like CrossFit's for people who are already, you know, yeah. pretty mm-hmm. well conditioned. So the idea is always think limitless, but you have to also listen to your body and be in tune with the nerves and the tendons and the ligaments. And you have to know at which point you're warm and you have to know at which point it's like, okay, this is enough for today, but I'm going to pick up and go a little bit harder tomorrow. Yeah. And then, you know, what I get by reading your book, which is really cool, is but you got to do the other stuff too. So if you want to have the no limits mindset, you got to make sure at least your your nutrition is there, you know, your mental game is there. It's it's the whole You have package. to give it your all. Yeah. Yeah. In all aspects. Can't just be bullheaded. Right, and just keep pushing yourself without ever looking at am I injuring myself? Am I eating correctly? Am I getting enough rest? All of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. And that's how we not only do our best, but also stay healthy throughout the duration. And that's a problem that a lot of people have with work, too, is I have a friend who works in the city and has like she sleeps like one or two hours sometimes a night. So how is it that you can then perform your best in that corporate setting the next day? That's, you know, that's a a huge challenge. It's a huge challenge. Yeah. Um, So, Julianne, we just kind of went all over the place. We sparred a little bit because I get real excited. Um, <laughs> we're going to take our first break, so stay with us. And when we come back, we're going to go deeper in to your background mm-hmm. and everything that you bring to the table. So stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva and our very special guest, Julianne Soviero. We'll be right back. Let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Julianne Soviero, and she is the author of Unleash Your True Athletic Potential, and you can also learn more about Julianne at her website at TrueAthleticPotential.com. So, Julianne, when I was reading the book, I really liked the beginning of the book where you talked about where most people would think that you are a great athlete, that you're an exceptional athlete, but you really consider yourself a dedicated athlete. So can you explain a little bit about what you mean by that and how that came about? 
Sure. Yes. Actually, we kind of have a running joke when I'm working with clients um, is that I can't get through a day without tripping over things that are seemingly invisible um, because if you look, um, you know, I look athletic and I've had a lot of athletic accomplishments, but, you know, I'm kind of pretty spazzy as it goes. <laughs> um, but but um, it, it had nothing to do like with that because when I was when I was little, I wanted just so, so badly to be a pitcher and to be an athlete that I just followed my dad around with a glove. I would be like, here, catch for me. Um, and even though his comment was that I looked something like a drunk stork because I was so, like, long <laughs> and just <laughs> falling all over the place, um, I just kind of went through it until I could until I could manage. And it was eventually that perseverance that did it. I don't really think that was a natural talent <laughs> type of situation. Well, but that's where the heart comes in, right? It's all about heart. So maybe in the beginning, I mean, I'm really tall myself, so I know what you mean. I mean, you always tripping over something, bumping into things that you didn't even know were, you know, down on the floor because we just don't look that far down. Right. That's like six feet away. (laughs) It's just too far out of the way. And I had, this is actually really embarrassing, but I had a really hard time learning how to ride a bike. I remember telling Charlie this story to the point where my mom said, you know, it wouldn't be the worst thing, you know, if you didn't learn how to ride a bike. But I said, that that, that can't be. That can't be. I cannot not ride a bike. I mean, everybody on the planet knows how to ride a bike. And eventually I was able to finally do it. But that's what I loved about your story is that, you know, you just followed your dad around with the mitt and said, you know, just throw to me, you know, let's play, let's play. And, and you did it because you had the heart. But then later on, you know, as the story progresses, you then took yourself a step further by looking at nutrition and the practice and, and all the different aspects of it. So, you know, talk a little bit about how that started to evolve. Yes, that was very, very interesting for me because I never, always as a young girl, I, my biggest concern was, I, you know, I wanted to be skinny, mm-hmm. which is like really kind of um, silly, especially when you're an athlete. But so I never really ate very much, and, I, and what I ate was like terrible, was processed garbage. So um, as I got more and more into, got my personal training certification, I started to learn more about it. Um, but then I'm kind of figuring, you know what, this isn't really working. So I dove deeper, and I read more, and um, that's when I found about micronutrients and how they help the chemical processes in the body and how they help you to perform better and recover faster. And for those of you out there who aren't familiar with micronutrients, what they are is um, you're familiar with macronutrients, of course, which is carbs, fat, and protein. But micronutrients are the little like vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, all of these wonderful things that keep your body running smoothly. Um, and to eat a lot of those is much more valuable than worrying a lot about fats and carbs and all of these um, things that are always being demonized in the media. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when you're talking about micronutrients, are you talking about juicing or are you talking about just vegetables? I'm talking about getting basically all of these great things that you need from just the everyday foods that you eat. Um, Because, you know, honestly, 
there really isn't like a whole need to like juice. You're, if you're eating the whole food, you're getting the fiber with it too, mm. you know. So you can get all these great, you know, in a green apple, you have lots of antioxidants, you have vitamins. Um, you have a whole host of other things happening. Um, you know, carrots, you have beta carotene, you have all of this other sort of, all of these great things that are happening. And all you have to do is just eat foods that are high in these things. Like, um, you know, you can get lots and lots of great stuff, uh, omega-3s and omega-6s out of chia seeds. Um, there are hemp seeds, goji berries, mulberries, you know, some of these are things that people have never tried, which is a shame because mm-hmm. <laughs> you get so much more bang for your nutritional buck with these types of foods. And you noticed a difference in your abilities um, and energy levels and all of the above after starting a diet like this? I I literally could not believe it because a really brief story, I had... Um, Actually, when I was in my late 20s, started feeling sick all the time. And um, so, long story short, after a bunch of testing, they thought that I was maybe coming down with, like, an autoimmune. So, I was really upset. I was really down about it. But I kind of then sort of stumbled into this whole thing because I met some people who were on a plant-based diet and... um, you know, I was just like, that sounds interesting. I'm going to try it. That was my athletic mindset, right? I'm like, I'm up for the challenge, right? Let me do something challenging. Um, and it just, that's exactly why I did it. It sounded challenging. <laughs> so I did it. And then after about two weeks, I'm like, wow, I feel great. Like, this is probably the best I've ever felt in my life. And I will tell you, I mean, since then, I cannot believe, like, how much energy I have every day. I mean, I'm just blessed to be doing exactly what I love to be doing, which is working with athletes, you know, speaking for companies, speaking, you know, doing hypnosis. Hello, who's got a better life than me? Um, <laughs> and, it's, and it's just, it's marvelous. Every day is beautiful. What can I say? <laughs> just a quick point I want to make is because of that passion, it comes out by taking the extra time to research the micro foods. Well, and I think, here's what I think. When you feel really good, and Julianne, you found out what it feels like to feel really good because you had been feeling really bad. And so when you find what it's like to feel really good, it's like you're unstoppable. You know, feeling really good, it just makes a huge difference in everything. I mean, it's like, it's in your demeanor. You can hear it. You can hear that you feel really good. <laughs> you can oh, hear I, it. I totally, I totally agree. And that translates into any setting. And I mean, afterwards, I'm like, you know what? Let me just try, like, running some races. And I tried to, like, run some races. And I did so well. You know, I was like, I was almost <laughs> flabbergasted because I was, you know, running against people who were real runners. Like, I just kind of run casually. I'm like, wow, but you know, but I felt almost like I had an unfair advantage because I know about all this stuff with um, micronutrients and I know about nutrient timing, which is what you want to eat like before, during and after to Mm. sort of maximize things like that. And I'm almost like, well, this is almost unfair. And (laughs) that's (laughs) kind of how um, this whole thing came about is because I was like, wow, people who know this will really, really benefit. 
And I mean, that's true, too, if, like, let's say, like, what would you eat before a meeting in order to really, like, stay sharp in the corporate world? What would you eat during the day? You know, because in the corporate world, I know a lot of people are very, very dependent on caffeine, which is giving you kind of that rush, but then, of course, that crash afterwards. Yeah, right. And actually, caffeine is something that I talk about because I speak a lot on stage fright. And having stage fright in a corporate environment, just, you know, being able to speak up in a meeting and people will drink all this caffeine and they've got anxiety already. And it's like the last thing you need is another shot of caffeine when you're already anxious, already scared. So you're right. I mean, timing the micronutrients is key. And I had not really ever heard of that about the timing, which I think is really cool and really crucial. So we'll talk a little bit about that more as well. But you know, just the fact that you made this huge shift and in two weeks you started feeling so much better. And you do tell a funny story in the book, though, because Charlie and I are gluten free. And, and so many times you'll get the eye roll when, you know, you say you're having a burger without a bun or whatever. Um, and you were talking about your mom, that you were in a fancy restaurant and your mom kind of um, said to the waiter, well, you know, Julianne is vegan. You know, like with the eye roll. Yeah, yeah, definitely with all that sort of venom in (laughs) the venom. (laughs) So even though you were eating healthy, the venom that was getting shot across the table was (laughs) it was a good thing that you had all your defenses up. (laughs) But it's funny because I have amazing, amazing parents. But, yeah, of course, it was kind of like, like, oh, what has she gotten herself into now? from my parents' standpoint. <laughs> um, but it, it's, there's always sort of a period of adjustment, I think, especially, like, we are also gluten-free um, because my husband, that he he is probably a celiac, although he's never gone for the testing. Um, and I really, I really do feel like um, I did do a whole section in the book about there are people who are very sensitive to certain foods. And, you know, you don't want to ignore those symptoms. If you're if you're sensitive to, you know, for example, dairy and you're going to have constant congestion and constant stomach upset, or some people have that with peanuts, they sometimes will not have a full-blown anaphylactic allergy, but, you know, they'll get rashes. Some people have that with yeast. Some people have that with um, actually the artificial um, colors and preservatives in foods. So it's really good to take the time out and determine, you know, is this processing well in my body? Is this giving me everything that I need? Or is it really kind of taking me down a notch? And if it's the latter, then what's it going to hurt you to get rid of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, that's a great point. And we have so much more that we want to talk about. We're about to take our second break, but this has been a great conversation so far. So stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva and our guest, Julianne Soviero, and we'll be right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. 
Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. Okay, welcome back. We are in segment three with our very special guest, Julianne Soviero, um, Coach Julie. Uh, let me start by just saying um, I think you're very easy to talk to and you're very thorough, right? I mean, you cover Absolutely. everything. And you can see the passion, the knowledge, the dedication in your words. So great work on that. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, and plus it's delivered in a positive way. It's because you just feel so darn good. So <laughs> That's <yeah>. true. <laughs> um, tell us first um, how we can all get this book that is titled Unleash Your True Athletic Potential. Um, sure, you can absolutely go to the website at trueathleticpotential.com, um, or you can get it on Amazon. Excellent. Um, you know, we we go through them, and and I, okay, so I have to, <laughs> I had, I was going through the book, and I'm saying, wow, 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 and then I hit a line in there, and I had to stop because um, I started to shake a little bit. So, Julie. Um, I'm from Queens, right? So we're kind of neighbors. Yeah. And um, I was a fast pitch coach for many years and uh, fast pitch softball. And one of the things you mentioned in your book was how you wanted to be a pitcher. And then you used to go into the basement and practice. Yeah. Um. We used to do the same thing. Um, we used to, I used to put a lampshade next to me, a, a standing pole lamp with a lampshade, and that would be the batter. Um, and then uh, we would pitch all winter. So um, just unbelievable. And um, I can see where the dedication into your personal training comes from because that's just a phenomenal sport to um, – to grow up as being a part of. So um, oh, that was I, really cool. Um, it, it we is. actually used to go to Hop Hog, not to change the subject too much, but there was an indoor facility there. We used to take the team. We used to play games in the winter in the indoor facility up by you. It was funny, right? I think I used to play in the same exact facility. I think it was something like play ball or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, play ball. Yeah, yep. and I think it was later condemned. So I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Know? Yeah, it had a bad. It had no right field, but it was a great place to play in the winter. Yes, yes, I remember <laughs> that place very distinctly. I wonder if we've actually like ever played against each other. It's kind of a very small world like that. Yeah, very small world like that for sure. Um, <laughs> no, it's really cool. Um, so, um, your clients. Are they local? Do you ever do any Skype work with others? Um, you know, how do we how do we get your services? Um, I do have a ton of clients locally, but of course, um, 
So many of my athletes have gone off to college now that mm-hmm. I do consult with them via Skype, or a lot of people do send me video footage at this point, and they'll say, you know, can you just kind of analyze this? Can you tell me what you're thinking? Um, or with hypnosis, that's something we can do via Skype. Uh, so there are a lot of different options, and with speaking, I'll speak, you know, Everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's kind of easy. But, I mean, I think what's wonderful about technology, and I'm not super technologically advanced, but it just allows us so many different arenas for contacting each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're always connected. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we can do, you know, I, I can have a kid who's in Virginia send me a file, and I've had this happen a lot. Um, it's like, oh, you know, I'm having trouble with this pitch. Sends me a file. I'm like, okay, give it to me from two other angles. And, you know, in like five minutes, we have the problem solved. Interesting. So it's, it's, we know Virginia. Really we amazing. played the Vienna Stars many times from uh, Vienna, Virginia. Um, maybe you ha- Maybe it was because of you that we... Uh, <laughs> Met our demise one year. <laughs> well, that would have been uh, probably. Uh, yeah, that was probably before I was coaching. I think I was still playing at the time, but so I don't think I had anything to do with your demise. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in corporate, right? We are constantly adapting to change. Uh, actually, Eva and I, we speak about adapting to change, not necessarily having to change but adapting to change. And I think um, the same is true in your career because things you, you're you eating today are probably not the same things people were eating 20 years ago. So do you find it necessary to stay current? Oh, I think it's just so important with everything. Yeah, I mean, because if, if you're just sort of following trends, you know, and you're not really doing your homework and you're not really doing your own research. It's really, it's really misleading on so many levels. So yeah. I think that you really, really have to, and also, I mean, as far as if you're looking for foods that are high in micronutrients, a lot of them you're going to find in place, you know, in places that aren't super inhabited, like, you know, it's imported from Peru or it's imported, you know, so we don't have a lot of knowledge about some of that yet because it's not typical for us in the United States. Mm. So, you know, like sacha inchi seeds and stuff like that, like most people don't know what those are, you know, um, but, but you're going to find them in Whole Foods now, whereas you probably wouldn't have, you know, 10 years ago, you'll find them in vitamin shop um, or Vega makes you know, a really nice package of them. So you'll be, you'll be able to get access to a lot more now than you've been able to in the past. Right, and I think it's important for the listeners to understand that, right, that um, it's just an endless uh, series of attributes that you can offer. So, like, even if I'm not an athlete, I can ask you, so, Julianne, you know, I kind of, I kind of peter out at the end of the day, you know, what can I do? And, you know, you could just go into your arsenal of, uh, well, maybe it's diet. Maybe you need a little more exercise and, you know, you can help in so many ways, right? Yes. In fact, that's one of, like, my main points when talking with 
um, schools or corporations is how you maintain your energy flow really throughout the day and you don't have these tremendous like hills and valleys because I really feel like there are four different elements involving energy. You have energy in terms of what you eat, what you're putting into your body. You have energy in terms of how you move and how you kind of go that way. But you also have kind of this mental energy that's an exchange between people. And unfortunately, in a lot of workplaces, you have these energy vampires, (laughs) you know, who are just always, no matter how wonderful your boss is, or no matter how wonderful your job is, you know, they they just have nothing positive to say. Yeah, that's exactly what you, I'm looking at Eva, always say, because they'll suck up the energy. Oh, they will, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what I think is great is when you're talking about kids in school, and it's so important because you see these kids not eating correctly. I know I certainly didn't eat well, and I mean, you kind of have youth on your side in that respect. However, just think about, you know, if kids get proper nutrition all throughout the day, what a difference that will make in their brain power. I mean, it's just it's just a huge difference in how much better they're going to feel. Oh, yeah, especially since, and this goes exactly back towards what Charlie was saying about, like, staying up with the research, because, of course, Mm -hmm. now that they're finding with all these dyes, there are, you know, correlation doesn't imply causation, but there are links um, to ADD and ADHD, especially with, like, the red dyes. Um, so you ha- if you're looking at that and, you know, you have a kid who's like a little hyperactive in the classroom, you might want to say, well, you know what, let's try to cut out like anything with uh, red 45 and all these other things in it and let's see if that improves performance in the classroom because it's a distinct possibility. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, there's so much research on all these different additives that does have an impact, especially on little bodies. And if you start young feeding children properly, I mean, just imagine what a difference it's going to be in the world and in the workplaces if everybody's feeling as good as Julianne. Well, you know, it seems like, um, and this was maybe where I missed Mm -hmm. coaching, right? Julianne is very proud of who she is and herself. And that has to come out so that when she's coaching, people see that doesn't matter how old you are. Right. You know? Right. And I think that's part of it as well. In other words, be the example that you expect others to become. And, you know, I I think you bring that as well, which is really cool. I do too. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I actually wanted to ask you a question while we're talking, while we're on the topic of nutrition. So you're a vegan, and I know that there's probably athletes out there that are saying, how can you be vegan and have great athletic performance and muscle and all of that? Without, like, the meat? Without meat, yeah. right, without yeah. protein. I mean, you can get protein out of vegetables, but I know so many would rather, you know, have broccoli and a chicken breast than just vegetables. And so how do you you answer that? so funny because I get so many of those questions. So I I do completely understand um, where people's confusion lies. But, you know, people don't really understand, like, how much protein there is in, like, broccoli and peas um, and legumes and nuts and all sorts of things like that. So I really, you know, I haven't had concerns about protein. Um, It's been 
relatively easy, although that was a concern of mine um, at first. Eating well-balanced, it's not, it's not too big a deal. But I also do um, my, I, my absolute favorite brand of um, sports performance stuff is um, Vega, which is specially formulated for people who have allergies. You know, there's nothing that would provoke allergies in it, no soy, no peanuts, um, no dairy, no um, uh, no gluten, nothing like that. And they um, they create a great product that is like, I use it to supplement my protein a little bit on a daily basis. And if she's okay, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, the thing that I think a lot of athletes don't really take into account or a lot of people don't take into account is actually that it does take a lot of energy for your body to process protein. You know, people don't really um, realize that. Like, have you ever had that instance where you've had like a steak or something and then afterwards you're like, oh, I'm so tired, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, most people don't feel like running after a right. steak. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, that's because it's taking a lot of time for your body to process it. And it's kind of a lot of work for your kidneys as well. Um, and if you're doing that time and time and time again, then you're really kind of um, expending a lot more energy than you need to in just the process of digesting alone. Wow, yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. And so and that's a great answer because you're right. I mean, after you eat something heavy like that, you really don't feel like working out or running. I mean, I guess you feel like lifting weights, but that's a little bit different. But even with that, I think, you know, when you just have a cleaner diet, would just make such a yeah, just a overall, it just makes such a huge difference. So that's we're about why to take in our terms of um I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's, why, that's why in terms of um, nutrient timing, usually you'd say, like, if you're having something that's high in protein, you would almost always save it for, like, after your race or after mm. your game because too much beforehand, your body is just spending way too much energy. Yeah, it makes sense now. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It does, yeah. Um, I just want to share the website. We're going to take our final break, but we're coming back, so hold on. TrueAthleticPotential.com. We have some more time, Julianne, so stay with us. More to come. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie Neva. We'll be right back. Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the Workplace Improvement Revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Julianne Soviero, and she is the author of Unleash Your True Athletic Potential, and you can find out more about Julianne at TrueAthleticPotential.com. So, Coach Julie, Mm -hmm. 
I've got a question for you. So when yeah. it comes to the book, I mean, you did a great job of pulling the book together. Why don't you um, tell our listeners a little bit about what's in the book and what they can expect to get from the book and who the book is really for? Um, well, I wrote the book with every athlete in mind, really from, you know, weekend warriors to very elite athletes. I mean, I just had a girl who played in um, the College World Series. She was in the top two teams there. Wow. So, I mean, we we are talking some really elite athletes. Um, but the idea is that we're looking at it from a holistic standpoint and we're saying, okay, so... This is what you want to do insofar as nutrition is concerned. This is what you want to do insofar as cross-training is concerned. This is what you want to look into as far as the mental aspect is concerned. And then you're looking to kind of take that and integrate it into a whole. Um, but in the end, there's a little questionnaire that I use uh, for consultations with private clients that will allow you to really kind of think based on the context of the book where could I potentially be able to improve, even just on my own, even if you don't do any kind of consultation? Mm. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's great because, I mean, it, it takes all these different aspects of being an athlete, but not just, you know, not an, not only elite athletes, but, you know, if you're just working out, I mean, it's a great way to up that potential because so many times, and I find this myself, you know, I'll work out a lot and not really have great results. Well, now I have a tool that can help me with that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's it, terrific. Why is it do you feel that you don't get great results? Well, one of the things is I'm not consistent, but I also do think that a lot of it is the way I'm eating. I think that um, I think your concept of the micronutrients makes a lot of sense because like you, I have a lot of different sensitivities. And so I've cut out a number of foods, but I think that I need to cut out more, but then up the other healthier foods like way more vegetables and um, other nutrients that maybe I'm not getting. I don't know. Well, um, the other thing to that point mm -hmm. for both of us and many others and Julian, you brought it up earlier, is we don't have the right amount of time, so we need to either make it a priority mm -hmm. somehow, right? Because we need to put the time into it just like anything else, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's it's kind of sad because if you are in a rush, if you're talking about your typical town or your typical city, um, if you're lucky enough to, like, live in New York City, it's a different situation. But, you know, for most people, if they need something fast, what's most easily accessible is fast food. And it's really, no matter, I, I don't care what anybody's telling you about ordering a salad at McDonald's, that stuff is still not good. Right. <laughs> you know, that's not even good as a salad, you know. <laughs> like it's genetically modified. I wouldn't drink the water there if I could help it. But, you know, um so that's, that's kind of what people have as options. And um, I know a client had come out from the city um, several months ago, and they were like, oh, you know, no matter what, we can't get her to eat breakfast. We've tried everything and this and that. And, you know, so simple to me, just because I'm so used to thinking out the box, I just soaked some chia seeds and apple juice for her, cut up some fruit in there, and maybe, like, mixed in a little bit of granola. And... Um, 
she was like, I will totally eat this every morning. <laughs> you know, because you just need something different. You know, sometimes you just need to be thinking different. It's not about, um, you know, oh, we've tried eggs and we've tried this and we've tried that. You know, it, it's not really about that. It's like now we want something that's different and healthy and something that's not that you can prep the night before that's going to be like pretty easy, you know. Yeah, because right. you have to make it easy. It takes more time yeah. to prepare. Too. It does. Yeah, it does. Um, so you do you do, is that how it works? Most of your clients travel to see you. Do you go in the up the most other direction the ever? Um, most of the time, I, they do travel to see me. But um, yeah, I, I I definitely make um, exceptions and travel to see them, especially if it's like um, a higher level athlete or if they need. Um, me for an entire day in that particular case sometimes it like makes sense <laughs> depending on where they're they're located yeah that's that would be a great idea mm-hmm. right um we were talking during the break about um in corporate we always say every year it gets harder and harder and it seems like the bar is higher and higher and i'm wondering are you finding the same in fitness people are doing more and more and more that's so that's such an interesting question because I think in fitness, a lot of the time people are spending more energy, but it's almost wasteful because they spend it in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, it's like me in the hamster wheel. I'll just run harder inside the hamster wheel and maybe it's not the most efficient use of um, fitness. Yeah, because you'll run and run and run. Charlie runs six and a half miles a day on the treadmill, which is pretty wow. amazing. But um, you won't do a sit up. You won't bend. You won't. Yeah, you won't. Like if there's something, if there's a hundred dollar bill on the ground, you'll make me bend down to pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) I need a coach. You need. (laughs) You need to be coached on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but what would be very good for you then is probably what's called. um, Have you heard of an FMS evaluation? Mm -mm. No. No. It's um. So it's called it's a functional movement screening, and um, sometimes personal trainers do it, but it's oftentimes physical therapists. And um, through just like a couple simple moves, they're able to tell you uh, where you're more or less deficient in terms of strength, in terms of um, where you're overstretched, or maybe you need to stretch more. Um, and you get usually like a month's worth of ex- corrective exercises wow. after getting the initial evaluation. It was created by a physical therapist. It's very, it's very, very clever. Um, wow. I've had a lot of my clients. We get that. to cheat. I always say to Eva, because we get to get, we get the benefits of the guest. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We get to apply <laughs> That's good. I'm happy to help you cheat. <laughs> it's always, always a, about us. It's just always about us. That I've never used before, though. Just, just so you know, I, I'm happy to help you cheat is a phrase that I've never used before. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite an amazing world when you look into it and you look into how far you can go with the right information, um, as opposed to kind of spinning your wheels the wrong Well, way. yeah, and I like the right. fact that you're there for everyone. You, your contact information, um, we'll share it again. That's Julianne Silviero at gmail.com, J-U-L-I-A-N-N-E-S-O-V-I-E-R-O at gmail.com. Correct. So to all the 
tough guy corporate listeners, <laughs> here's a coach. Reach out, right? I want to go from uh, bench pressing two cars to two SUVs. What do I need to do? You know, <laughs> just a strongman competition. Yeah, right. Um, I love that you're out there, you know, and and um, but be prepared because the advice might from Julianne might be, well, what are you eating, right, or right. something, right? Right, because I mean, you see so many times that people are really thin, and so they just assume that if they're thin, and a lot of times they'll be working out to stay that thin, that they're healthy, even though they're eating. Terribly. 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 I mean, really bad. I mean, some people are naturally thin. They don't even really need to work out that much, and they stay they stay thin, even though their eating habits are atrocious. But what I love about Julianne's message is that what what you're saying, Julianne, is that by eating well, it's not even just about your athletic performance. It's just about your whole mindset. Yeah. Right? I mean, so it just makes such it's a, a win, difference. Win, win. Right. And I love the fact that you're – you know, a high-performing athlete that's a vegan, because so many times you hear that, well, I just can't be that. And so here's someone who's just a prime example of how being a vegan can really work well for you, especially because there are so many issues with different foods. Like a lot of people have issues with dairy. Like I'm pretty sure I have an issue with dairy. You know, we've given up gluten because we found that, you know, we have an issue with gluten. I started that and then Charlie followed and found that he felt a lot better. So there's all these different aspects um, around being athletic that mm-hmm. Julianne takes into account. And I love how it's just this whole body, mind, spirit approach. So Julianne, thank you. This has been an absolutely terrific show. We loved having you as a guest. It was yes. great. Oh, great. thank you so much. This has been wonderful. If you guys need anything, please feel free to contact me. I love doing this. So. Oh, and, and no, we <laughs> appreciate it. Like. We're going to share your message and uh, we're going to hopefully um, become better eaters and better athletes. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. in the process. <laughs> so great job, great work. Let's talk again soon and have a great rest of the day. Thanks Thank so much, Julianne. So you too. Bye. See ya. Uh, unbelievable. Great show. So again, it's UnleashYourAthleticPotential.com. And her book is Unleash Your True Athletic Potential, and it's available at Amazon and on the website. So, again, it was a great show. Yeah, we're going to reach out to many from the area and say, you know, it's Julianne is there for you. Exactly. Um, excellent. So we're back next week. We are back next week. It's just going to be the two of us. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And thanks to Dave Olson, our producer. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Have a great week. Bye.